0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia for boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. dot sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our Mini Helmet Contest, the SGP Mini Helmet, now in stores. And we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. I'm just about that action, boss. sir. We are here for a disgusting edition of the Thursday Night Football Preview NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real villain. It's real Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. And, you know, it's Thursday Night Football, so I got my guy Scott Studio, Rochelle. Scott, what's going on?
1: Nothing much. Looking forward to this. It's the back-to-back edition because we just finished the total show. Looking forward to the Thursday Night Game. We'll see how the Cowboys and Titans do. I mean, based on the spread, it's supposed to be one-sided. Let's put it that way. Mm. But hopefully the game turns out to be an entertaining one in some capacity. Or we make money. Either or.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, What was what was last week's game?
1: Last week's game was the Jaguars-Jets game, which
0: was uh, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that was disgusting. You were on Jags there. I was on the Jets.
1: I, I did very well on that game, but I'm, I'm a little bit salty. My DFS lineup was so good, but... I ended up accidentally not using a uh, Lauren. I uh, did. I, I use Lawrence as my captain. I didn't use Ingram as my captain, which was the mess up. I had Ingram there. I didn't mm-hmm. have the guts to fully like triple down on
0: it, but I was all over Ingram and he was great last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, congrats to you. Cause I definitely said fuck yeah. Evan Ingram multiple times. So it was the rare uh, MetLife stadium revenge game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate that guy. All right, let's get straight into the game here. Dallas is laying 10 and a half on the road. 40 is the total. Looks like that there's going to be about 56 degrees in Tennessee that night. 11 mile per hour winds. Injury report, you have Tony Pollard, who is questionable with thigh injury. And then you have Derrick Henry, who is questionable with the foot. He's really questionable with the fact that this game means nothing for the Titans and they want to rest him. But they can't say that, so he's questionable with the foot. Tannehill, Nate Davis, Terrence Mitchell, and Ben Jones all not playing in this game. I mean, for me, it's pretty simple. Non-conference road spot for Dallas. Everybody is on Dallas. Everybody is on Dallas. People are just – I understand because Tennessee looked terrible. Fate in the public. Give me Tennessee plus 10. I just think that this is an easy letdown spot for Dallas. Again, a game that, yes, they're trying to win. I don't think they're trying to blow Tennessee out. I don't think they care if they blow Tennessee out. I don't think they care if this game is gets a late touchdown, late score at the end, and it gets within the, the line of ten and a half. But I, yeah. I'm just on I'm on Tennessee. I'm not taking the Cowboys for one. That's for one. I'm not taking Cowboys. But I think this is just going to be one of those weird games where Dallas is going to be in control and Tennessee is somehow going to end up with the cover in a backdoor situation. So give me the Tennessee Titans plus plus ten and a half.
1: Yeah, for me, I, I think I'm leaning Dallas. Truth is, I already played this game earlier this week. I teased it. Actually, I teased the Cowboys to three because uh, I didn't want to lay that big of a spread on a short week with a road team on Thursday night football. But I teased it downward. Dallas should cover. Let's be real. That they should win this game comfortably. The question is, is uh, McCarthy going to get his team pumped up for it? Truth is, I th- I think that they would have potentially been overlooking this game had Jalen Hurts been healthy and had Philly's injury report not gotten crazy over the past, two- past week and change. The Cowboys can put the pressure on. Now, I'm not saying that the Saints are going to beat Philly. That's not what I'm saying on Sunday. But the fact that Dallas does play a couple of days early means they're not scoreboard watching, and they could put the pressure on an injured Philly team to actually try to close it out. I think Dallas will be motivated for this game. They should win this game by double digits. They should. Tennessee's awful. I think I'm going to lean Dallas, but it would not surprise me if Dallas is covering and then Tennessee ends up covering through the back door. I'm going to lean Dallas. I think they're going to win the game. They should win this game comfortably. It's not going to be Indianapolis Colts Sunday night. They're going to win this game by 40 type comfortable. Mm-hmm. But give me Cowboys 27-10. I just think Dallas's pass rush is going to go crazy in this game. And Willis can't throw. And with Tennessee playing for nothing, not even just resting Derrick Henry, are they, are we sure they're going to play like most of their valuable pieces on defense? Like, when do you draw the line of benching starters?
0: I I don't know. When I, do you draw the line? I, I don't know. I think it's weird because you're talking about sitting people in the second to last game of the season. Like, we don't really ever talk about that. You, everybody's kind of focused on that last game of the season where everybody typically sits guys. But at least for the Titans, they, they can sit guys here and play them next week like, I don't know. I just don't think the Titans have the ability where they can sit people. Like, I don't think that they feel confident in their team enough where they're saying, oh, yeah, sure, guys, take a week off. You're fine. Well, there's
1: like, two schools of thought. You have the, well, you know, we this game doesn't mean anything. Let's treat it like a preseason game, and we'll be in and out, and hopefully we bounce back next week. Or the other spot is we've lost five in a row. We suck. We got to build some confidence for next week. There's two ways to look at it. I don't think Vrabel I- wants to enter that game against Jacksonville on a six game losing streak, but I think health is the most important factor. So they're, I think they're screwed realistically. Like I'm picking Jacksonville to win the division, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious how Vrabel's is going to handle it because he's a pretty tough guy. Like he's a, he's a tough mindset coach. I don't think he fully believes in resting a bunch of starters, but I have to at least point out that the game really doesn't matter. And I think that's going to be a problem.
0: Four games under Mike Vrabel as an underdog of 10 or more points. Jacksonville, 2018, they won outright 9-6. to uh, Baltimore in 2020, they won outright 28-12. to Buffalo this season got blown out 41-7. And Kansas City with Malik Willis, they lost 20-17 in overtime. I mean, Mike Vrabel's a dog, man. He's a dog, but then... And I don't know, especially that Kansas City game. I mean, I don't know. They just find ways to get it done. I'll just – to avoid taking the Cowboys, I'm just talking my... – I'm really just trying to find ways to talk myself into the Titans because I knew I was never going to take the Cowboys. But I feel pretty decently about the Titans finding out some way, somehow, to get this cover.
1: Yeah, the Kansas City game was definitely a weird one. But then a reminder, the Chiefs somehow lost to Matt Ryan this season. So I, I don't know what to make of this damn Chiefs team. But – yeah, I think we're just going to disagree on this because I'll back the team with motivation. I'm really concerned about Tennessee just pulling half the starters at halftime.
0: <laughs> like, no it's way, that's such man. a horrible no, you feeling. you can't it, do that.
1: If I was you going to play Tennessee, that. I would play Tennessee first half because we've seen the Cowboys play with their food. But I am yeah. concerned if the Cowboys are up seven, you go into half. Is there a chance they just give the backups like all the snaps in the second half for Tennessee? Because I can see it. I made the case in the total show about Trevor Lawrence maybe playing a half against Houston. I I feel a lot better about Titans first half than full game. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't feel great about either, but that's kind of where I stand.
0: All right. Total sitting at 40. What are you doing there?
1: It's really, really tricky for me. Because on one hand, you're looking at a spot where you're looking at a spot where at the end of the day, the Cowboys could score 35 like they could. Mm -hmm. It it might happen, but you're looking at potentially the Titans sneaking through the back door. Maybe they don't do anything offensively, and the Cowboys just shut it down once the game's out of reach.
0: Uh. Well, I'm going to make it easy for you. I'm on over because I think the Titans get 14.
1: Yeah, you made some good points in the total show where yeah. I, I, I think that it, you can make
0: an argument. Dallas, last, last couple weeks that Dallas defense, I know they're really, really good. I'm not taking anything away from them. They've given up points the past couple of weeks, but I know they're really good. But they've given up 34 to Gardner Minshew and the Eagles, given up 42 to Jacksonville. They gave up 23 to Houston. Oh, defense is hor-
1: the defense is horrible. Like I'm, I'm 19, not going to
0: make a case for 19 it. 19 to – indianapolis and 20 to the giants i think they get to the 14 like i think because tennessee maybe it's a slower start for tennessee because they're trying to figure out what works but at some point i'm just going to assume that they figure out what they want to do with Malik willis in the offense and they're getting ready for this jacksonville game next week they have to if you lose this game but your offense looked really good then you feel comfortable about going in jacksonville next week so I think Tennessee does their part of the scoring, and that forces this game over. Give me 40, over 40.
1: Yeah, oh boy. I think I'm going to trust my instincts and lean under. Just a short week, Thursday night game, Tennessee doesn't care. But it, like the, Tennessee's pass defense is so bad. They're giving up the second most passing yards per game in the league. I'm just hoping Kellen Moore does Kellen Moore things in the red zone and they kick a bunch of field goals.
0: So I'm going to lean under. All right, next game on the slate, I have – wait, no, not next game. Next game. No, we're, we're going through player yeah, props. we're going player through – yeah, player props. <laughs> next thing we have in terms of the show is let's just go ahead and go into first touchdown. And so first touchdown bets – I'll start off because I already went on uh, the Mothership show and talked about some uh, totals that I like. Uh, not totals, but some – First bet, first touchdown bets that I like. And it's honestly one of the few bets you actually can find for this game right now. Because apparently Derek Henry is the deciding factor for whatever they set the line for for everybody on the Titans. In a way that does make sense. It I mean, does, that really but does make sense. It do- it shouldn't, but it does. So like look at this. No, Haskin. So this has already changed. So in the two hours from when I recorded, no, this was more than two hours. It was like four hours. But in the time from when I recorded that episode to now, Hassan Haskins was 13-1. Now he's plus eight plus 850. Okay. So it looks like Henry's not going to play. And if he I'd does, be shocked be if be sparingly.
1: He the only reason why he'd be playing is if he was going for 2,000 rushing yards. Like any type of milestone or something, he'd be playing. But he's not. So well, I don't think he's going to play.
0: I'm going to change my picks because Haskins isn't any value to me at plus 850. So I will take... And Hilliard's on IR, correct? Yes, he is. Okay. So I will take Malik Willis at fourteen to one. That okay. actually got worse. <laughs> that actually got worse. So I I don't know what this means actually, but it was thirteen to one. Now it's fourteen to one. I'll take Malik Willis at fourteen to one. I will take the backup running back Julius Chestnut at eighteen to one. I didn't even Thank know you, he was the backup running back. Okay, cool. Yeah, me and Sean were on that, and Sean's really like really focused in on uh, Al Michaels saying there goes chestnut to score or some weird. Sean did it better than me, but he's really focused on that. And I actually did like the backup running back for a chance. So I'll take Julius chestnut for my Cowboys. I went with Peyton Hinder shot. Okay. And I had him at 55 to one. That's I see him at 41 to one, probably a better number out there. I got it at 55 earlier. And my last play, yeah, I'm not going with another Cowboy. There's no juice on the Cowboys players. Give me, um... oh, well, why not? Give me a Kavante Turpin at 45 to one. And let's just say he gets a special teams touchdown.
1: Okay. And those are all yours? Yeah, those are mine. Okay. So, of course, Elliott and Pollard are the common ones. I'm not taking them. There's no value there. Lamb's also too short. You're going to have to tell me if there's better prices available. It's at another book. But first one I'm going to take, you mentioned Malik Willis. I'm going to pivot away from that. I'm going to go Dak Prescott at 20-1. to 1. We've seen in the past couple of weeks, especially on that big uh, first down conversion the Cowboys
0: had before mm-hmm. Dak stupidly went out of bounds, they run a couple read options. You know, Dak really doesn't have that good of a QB IQ. No, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't at all. He takes way too many sacks. And I don't you think wrong. Dak is a good quarterback. I think he's fine. I think Dak is definitely above average. But when yeah. I say above average, I mean like 12. I, I think he's like somewhere in the 10 to 12 range. I think he's fine. I don't think he's amazing, but I think he's okay.
0: I don't but think t- he makes the Cowboys better. Joe Burrow makes the, cow- makes the Bengals better. Yeah, Uh, you know,
1: I I will admit this. It's a bad week to slander Dak because he was incredible last week. He still threw an interception. He did. He threw a pick six to a defensive lineman. It was really bad. Having said that, I had the Eagles defense in a showdown lineup. I was very happy about it. So (laughs) I have no complaints about (laughs) that. Good job. All right. All right. Still, I think that Dak is good. I just don't think he has that great gear, which separates good quarterbacks from elite quarterbacks. I group them with Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. I, I think they're in the same boat. You All can be right. offended by that. You could take that with a grain of salt, but that's how I view it. I think they're both above average, but they will kill you at some point during the season.
0: And I will say Scott is probably the most non Cowboys hater in this whole organization.
1: I know. Like my dad's a straight up Cowboys fan. Like I, yeah. I root for the Cowboys on a Like I root for yeah. the Cowboys as well. But I'm, I'm realistic with it. I think the people who thought that Cooper Rush were better than Dak are morons, and I'm not one of those people. But no, no it's definitely not that far. I think Dak is good. The issue is I think they overpaid a little bit, but he, he's fine. In a matchup like this, he should dominate. But right. I, anyway, to go back to the point, I'll take him to score the first touchdown because we've seen more and more read option stuff with Dak. We know that he's mobile, not as mobile as he was in years past before the broken foot, but he can still move and... Kellen Moore's not afraid to wrinkle in a read option when you know everyone's gonna crowd the box box for Ezekiel Elliott. So I'll take Dak at 20 to 1. I think there's value there in the red zone. Maybe a QB sneak. I think that Dak has value at 20 mm-hmm. to 1. I don't know if you see a better price than that, but I see 20 to 1.
0: No, you have
1: the best price. Okay. So I see 20 to 1. My next one, you might see a better price. This price will probably be all over the place. Give me Dallas defense. Which yeah. I see twenty to one as well. I don't know if you see a better price than that. Defense and special I see 29 teams. I twenty nine to one. But I don't know if that includes special teams or not. Some books only. No, this one does teams. not.
0: I, this one does not include special teams, and that's probably why it is a little bit higher. Is, does yeah. yours include special teams? Mine does. Okay, so yeah, that's why it's higher.
1: I'll I'll use the special teams as well because you mentioned Turpin. We could both win. Yep. I'll take twenty to one on Cowboys defense special teams. They're they're very very good at special teams in terms of letting Turpin get into space. He hasn't broken one yet, but he's been very very close. He but, was it, did he get one in the preseason? He got one in the preseason. He had two in one game in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna. Oh, come on, this guy. He's he's good. a Pro Bowler. I mean, he's he's a very good returner. But they also can block punts. Uh, you're looking at the defense with the pass rush and just the opportunistic defensive backs. We know Diggs can get burned on occasion. Second play from scrimmage against AJ Brown. But we know he's not afraid to gamble for interceptions. Uh, Bland has been fantastic as a rookie corner. They just force a bunch of turnovers. Mm -hmm. And Parsons and Lawrence and company might get after Willis. Willis has three picks and no touchdowns. Give me Dallas defense at 20 to 1. And my last shot's going to be a Tennessee player, actually. I am going to go with the emerging tight end, uh, whose last name I'm probably going to completely butcher. Uh, you want to give me an assistance on that one? A conclu. A That's what I thought it was, but I wasn't fully sure. Yep. I'll take a and that is a pretty generous price. Uh, if you're looking at the actual numbers for him, uh, do you have that in front of you, what the what his price is? Because I see like 35 to
0: 1. I'm not sure if you see a better price. You have 35 to 1. I have uh, 28 to 1. So, yeah, let's go give, me, with give me 35
1: to 1. Everyone's going to talk about Devontae Smith and how he was incredible. And mm-hmm. to show you how good my, my showdown lineup was, I had Devontae Smith in my captain spot. I had, I had a very good uh, showdown lineup. But <laughs> the main underrated takeaway for me in that Cowboys game, I know Devontae Smith went crazy. With Van Esch being out, they could not guard Dallas Goddard to save their damn lives. Goddard killed this team in the seams because they couldn't cover a tight end to save their lives. I think a conk was going to have a lot of space in this matchup and they don't have many good receivers. He's uh-huh. been very, very solid the last couple of weeks. He's gotten a bigger role in this with this team. Give me a conk with 35 to one, because this Cowboys secondary without Vander they cannot guard tight ends and Goddard proved it off the IR first game in like three months. He torched this defense. Give me a conk with yeah. 35 to one. All right. Anything else you got? Uh, no. But I don't know if you have any thoughts on a
0: conkwu, but thirty-five to one—that's a no, hell. No, I like price. it. No, I like it. I like it. I, I couldn't get there. I felt like it was a little bit chalky for me because I thought that it was like it might be, but chalky Tennessee, at thirty-five but... to one, I can live yeah, with. Yeah, no, it's still really good bet. It's still really good bet. All right. Before we get into our player props, gotta talk to you about. The official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network, and that is Win Bet because they're active in a bunch of states, and you can win in so many ways. You can bet regularly your pregame betting, your player props, all that. Of course, they have live betting, you can live bet through the Win Bet app. They have same game parlays in their Win Build Your Own Bet feature, and they have reduced juice on the sides and totals of all bowl games. Day of the game, you're getting the best. Price for the bowl games why would you not do that in college football come on plus new customers can sign up today and get a special offer a hundred dollars win a hundred dollars limited to state availability so much choose from all you have to do is head over sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 20 on order and present in the state where play winbet is available if you or someone you know is a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 all right, Scott, we don't have many props to pick from, but... Well, we got no Tennessee props. I shall... Do we have Tennessee props? Did you find any Titan props available? No, I did not. I found some somewhere that said they had Tennessee props, but when I tried to go bet it, I couldn't, so I'm just going to assume there's no Tennessee props out right now. But... It doesn't matter because I was able to find props all the same. And I'm going to kick us off with my favorite bet because I truly think Dallas's defense could not give a fuck. I truly think they could not give a fuck. Give me the Titans team total touchdowns over one and a half. So they have to score two touchdowns in the game. It's at plus 120 right now. What's
1: that compared to the team total? Just right.
0: The team total is 13 and a half at plus 100 okay so So you're getting more value on the touchdowns assuming that there's not a whole bunch of field goals i
1: was gonna say realistically you'd rather get the plus money for two touchdowns than plus you also can afford a missed extra point as opposed to needing a touchdown and three field goals so yeah, yeah that's definitely
0: worth it in that case so i just think that tennessee whether it's one random touchdown in the beginning of the game that you know, Tennessee's up 7-3 and everybody's like, oh my gosh. And everybody's like, hammer Dallas, hammer Dallas, hammer Dallas. And they're trying to live bet Dallas in that moment. Or it's just garbage time. And Dallas's defense just stopped caring. I think Tennessee somehow, some way, somewhere gets to 14 points. So I'll take the over one and a half at plus 120 because I think that they have a chance that they score this. If they score these points, they're getting them through touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I thought about, I was wondering how cute I should get with this because I was leaning to the under- but I think you made some good points in the total. I thought about the race to 25 points. Cowboys are minus 120. I mm-hmm. thought about it. I'm not sure if they get to 25, though. They might just get to 24 and call it a day. Uh, What exactly do I want to do with this? First of all, I don't have a number on it uh, because it's a sack prop, but I'm going to take it anyway. Give me, Give me Parsons' sack. I'm assuming Bye. the juice won't be that high on it. It probably will be around even money, minus 110, give or take. Uh-huh. I think Parsons gets home. He's been quiet the last couple of weeks. He's had to play more coverage, but Tennessee with Willis and with really a non-existent running game, assuming Henry's out, I'm sure Parsons is going to be pissed that Bosa's running away with this defensive player of the year award. Rightfully so. Bosa's been a lunatic, uh-huh. but I don't have a price on it. I'm trying to pull it up, see if I can find it. It will be available by game time,
0: but I'll take Parsons to get a sack. All right for my second prop I'm going to a touchdown and I may not put a full unit on it but I'm sprinkle something and it's still pretty high with the trending with how Derrick Henry is trending cuz now Derrick Henry is plus 210 wow so if he plays I mean you you feel good about that plus 210 but I'm going to Hassan Haskins Plus two tens, anytime touchdown, he's going to be the next running back after. I'm going to hope that even though Derrick Henry is not playing in the game, they stay more run-focused because guess what? That's more than likely what you're going to do against Jacksonville next week. And so even though Henry is not in the plans, they still try to stay that run-focused aspect of running the football. And that opens up things for Haskins. And if there is somewhere you can attack the Dallas defense, you can run the ball and try to get those uh pass catchers that are over-pursuing to the quarterback off balance and get a big run behind them. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with Hassan Haskins, plus 210 to score a touchdown. I probably won't put a full unit on that. It'd probably be like a half a unit play for me.
1: Yeah, I, I thought about doing another time an anytime touchdown score as well. I was contemplating Lamb at plus money or Pollard. Uh I, I was torn between the two. I'll go with Pollard. He should have had one last week. He dropped uh-huh. – uh, either Dak threw it a little bit too far or he could have. He tried to one-hand it, but he was wide open for a receiving touchdown and ended up uh, not working out. But I like Pollard to score. Uh, I believe that's around uh, minus 110. So that's going to be my touchdown score. I think the Cowboys score three, four touchdowns, and taking the running back is usually a safe bet. I'll go Pollard because he can also catch passes.
0: All right. For my next play – I don't have a number on it anymore because they pulled it. It was up here earlier. And I can't find it, but just know I'm playing it. And as long as it's nothing absurd like minus one hundred and fifty and up, give me Dak Prescott to throw an interception. Okay. Because if Dak has shown us anything since coming back, he oh will he's throw extremely a pick. turnover prone. He will throw a pick. I am fairly confident that he's like especially in a game, non-conference road spot. Yes, the game matters, but it doesn't matter. You don't think at any point Dallas is going to be afraid that they're not going to be able to win this game. That's going to throw an interception. Give me that yes to throw an interception.
1: For me, I'm going to go with a kicking prop, which I've done pretty well with the season. I don't see a price on it yet because, once again, without Derrick Henry being in, nobody knows exactly what the hell is going to happen. But I will go with Brett Maher over one and a half field goals. It's probably my favorite play. It probably will be my lock, even though there's no number on it right now. But the Cowboys kick so many field goals. <laughs> I mean, they, they can't help themselves. They attempt basically three per game the last couple of weeks. And Maher's been good. He can hit from range. He can hit from 50 plus. I think he's attempted a 60 yarder as well. I think he made a 60 yarder this season. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Maher field goal prop. They might have the ball locked in this game. They might be in plus territory a lot. Once again, mm-hmm. Kellen Moore, red zone play calling, not ideal at times. I'm going to go with Maher, field goals over.
0: No, I'm with you on Maher. We'll talk about him a little bit later. Well, I mean, we could talk about him, not right now, but in a second. And we're yeah. moving over to our DFS lineup. And kicking things off for DFS, I couldn't get from doing it. I got that Prescott in my captain slot. Okay. Tennessee's so bad in the secondary. Dak really, really should finish this game with three touchdowns.
1: He should. The only real question was, do you want to pivot to taking like a C.D. Lamb?
0: And somebody that can... I, I thought that. And Dak is kind of chalk. Okay, so... We'll do it like this. Because I do like that idea of taking the skill position player and just going all in on that player. And I do feel really good about this player this week. I will flip it. I'll put Dalton Schultz in my captain slot. Okay. And I will put Dak into the regular lineup. Because Tennessee is terrible. And I mean terrible. They are terrible against the tight end position. Like, it is really really bad i think they give up the most yards in terms of receiving to the tight end position it
1: might be arizona but i know that they're definitely bottom three
0: let's see here let's start arizona is atrocious against yeah arizona is really bad nope tennessee has eclipsed arizona that okay. is hard that is really hard to do by the way tennessee has given up 1025 yards to the tight end position arizona given up 1006 uh in terms of fantasy points Arizona is worse, but Tennessee's still up there top five, giving up 14.4 points per, per, to the position. And I think that's really more of the touchdowns just haven't been there. However, who does Dak look for in the red zone? He goes to Dalton Schultz. Like, he loves using Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz has escalated up fantasy players radar because he's been so good with Dak Prescott and so I think this could be an opportunity for a Dalton Schultz to touchdown game. So yeah, I'm move Dalton Schultz into my starting captain slot and then I'll just move Dak into a regular flex position. What about you? So, I don't have Schultz in my
1: lineup. The only concern I had with Schultz was that the Cowboys use so many different tight ends that I didn't want to potentially get screwed because Hendershot will maybe catch one, and out of nowhere you're kind of just scrambling. But I probably will have a lineup with Schultz in it, because Tennessee is that bad against tight ends. However, I was going to take Dak. Too simple. I decided to go for broke. I'm I'm going for the Millie. Let's put it that way. My captain slot, Dallas defense. I'm going (laughs) for it. I'm just going to push for it. This defense is not good right now. I'll admit it. But they force a bunch of turnovers, and I think they'll get a bunch of sacks. And I'm hoping they have a game kind of like what we saw with the Chargers against the Colts on Monday Night Football, if you watched it. First of all, kudos to you if you watched it. I did not. I had better things to do. But the defense had like seven sacks, gave them no touchdowns. They dominated the game. Fultz had three interceptions. I'm hoping for a game script like that, where Willis is that bad with no ground game to lean on, that he is just awful, and -hmm. the Cowboys have a bunch of picks, maybe like the Colts game where you have a pick six in there, defensive touchdown, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. And they're going to sack Willis at least four times. I think they're going to get to him a lot. I think a defensive touchdown is somewhat of a – I think it's a – I'll get into it later, but I think there might be some value on it. But I'm going to go with Cowboys defense because nobody's going to have it, or most people won't, and I want to be different. So give me the Cowboys defense in my captain spot.
0: All right. I like it. What you I also I, have Dak. So there you go. Yeah. I also played the Cowboys defense. So okay. I'm I think it's going to be ugly and I don't know how they're going to do it, but since he's going to cover I still think that you have the opportunity for Dallas defense to put up a still a very solid game in this one, maybe to the tune of like 10. They could have points. a game.
1: It's not going to be like the Eagles game, but for example, the Eagles defense gave up 40 something points, but because they had a touchdown, they still put up 10 fantasy points.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's something, well, not the 40 points, but not the 40, but still the they production struggle can school. be similar. So yeah, I, that's why I have Dallas. So what's that three players that we share Two? No, Cause you don't have uh Schultz. All right. So give me another player.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb in this one. He was so good last week, you can worry about them potentially uh, doubling him, but C.D. Lamb, very, very underrated in the slot. Mm -hmm. Really, really good in the slot, and that's really what killed Philly. They kept lining him up in the slot because they didn't want to match up on Slay, and he killed killed them. I think Tennessee's going to struggle against everybody in this game, but Lamb has been very good. He's a touchdown threat every time. The fact that he can play several positions, the X or the Y, or even the Z in some packages, I think definitely helps out. I'll take CeeDee Lamb uh, because I think that he has a good shot to go for 80 and a touchdown. So that's going to be my uh, wide
0: receiver pick. All right. I took a wide receiver. I actually went to Tennessee because I was trying to win a million and I was trying to do something. You're going Burks? Gonna do. Yeah, I went Burks. I'm just going to hope that that rookie connection comes in here and Burks gets that garbage time touchdown that I was talking about. All right, that's really it. I don't have any handicap. This is just a gut play, and I'm just hoping that there is some type of connection to be had for Malik Willis and Traylon Burks that can actually help them next week against Jacksonville. And they built that connection today. So give me uh, Burks. Burks gets into the end zone. What is yours? is this your last player, or you got two more?
1: uh i have two more we mentioned the props i know you're gonna have him too because we alluded to it i got Brett maher yep i gotta take the kicker it's been working out well for me i had maher in my showdown lineup last week against uh the eagles on sunday i had patterson in the awful weather in my showdown lineup against the jets which was a phenomenal mm-hmm. choice he was great in that game even with missing a field goal the cowboys kick a bunch of field goals It's pretty simple. I'm taking Maher.
0: Absolutely. And like I said, if I think that the Tennessee Titans cover, you got to trade touchdown field goals for touchdowns at some point. So Maher feels like a really good bet there. My last person, this is my last person, Hassan Haskins. And he's at, he's cheap right now. By the way, just to, by the way, I know we're doing the
1: DFS portion, but Schefter did release all the players who have already been listed out. For Tennessee. So I'm going to read these off because this is kind of relatively new. Can't say it's breaking news, but still. Derrick Henry's doubtful. Tannehill's out. Simmons is out. Petit Frere, offensive lineman's out. Hooker's out. Dupree's out. Cunningham's out. Cole's out. Thompson's out. Wow. I thought they'd bench a lot of defensive guys. Schefter just confirmed that's true. So... I'm not sure if it changes much about what we think, but I'm going to throw it out there.
0: I'm not going to take the Cowboys still, but I'm just saying it 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 makes me feel better about my over. It makes me feel better about my over. That was probably it's probably going to be my lock on the day, but it makes me feel a lot better about the over.
1: I didn't want to segue out of DFS, but when Schefter releases the players out already, I I have
0: to mention it. So I was going to mention Henry, but I was going to mention Henry as in laughing because now Henry is doubtful with the hip and earlier was a foot, And we all know it's just because they're not going to play him this week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry's not playing, y'all. Come on. He's not playing. That's why I'm playing Hassan Haskins. That's pretty much my angle in that they still hopefully trust the run game, try to stick to the same hot offense, and Hassan Haskins gets a bunch of burn, and he can also catch a bunch of passes as well with – Probably gonna be all over Malik Willis is, is this Dallas defensive front. So hopefully Haskins can get a couple screens and take them a few bunch of cheap PPR points.
1: Yeah, I went to the tight end. I went with the Kunkwoo. Uh, I just all think right. that it's a good matchup. Goddard was so open the entire the entire game. They couldn't even come near him half the time. Uh, Smith gets all the publicity for it as he should because he had two touchdowns.
0: But Goddard was incredible last week, and he had some crazy catches and a really good touchdown celebration.
1: That toe tap like. catch,
0: though, on the sideline by Devontae, yeah, was that disgusting. was I think that I don't think that catch got enough traction like I thought it would. Like, I, I thought it, I thought it would get talking- more. It was Manninghamish, if you wanted. Yeah, to it was like with it. I really was sitting there watching the catch, like man, is that not like the top ten catches I've ever seen? And it just didn't feel like it got the love like I thought it would.
1: There's something about the very quick toe tap that I appreciate. Yeah,
0: but and he high pointed the ball too. Yeah, like he was po- falling out of it. It was just a point really, is he had the really really highlight plays, catch. but
1: Goddard was still incredible. He had basically 100 yeah. yards. I think a The point is Devonte Smith, great receiver. AJ Brown, great receiver. Tennessee, you mentioned Burks, who's had some injury issues, but I just expect to see Willis really target the seams in this game because yeah. I'm not sure if Tennessee trusts him to actually throw it to the boundary. So I think okay. Akonku is going to get a lot of run here against a couple of backup linebackers. I'll go with uh, Akonku there as my uh, Tennessee player. All right, I, I had to pick. I had to pick four Cowboys though. Like I can't make a case for using a. Two Titans guys. I I just can't. <laughs> Unless you want to sneak in Willis and hope for rushing yards. But I Yeah,
0: I, I was I was torn between playing Willis, but Willis could really walk out with like two interceptions and a fumble. So I was like, nah. He might
1: have go. like 140 yards pass. Like, like I, whatever I he do. gets
0: in rushing on the ground, he could get give away and take away So I didn't That's want the to point. That.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Before we get into lock and dog, and talk to you about underdog fantasy because you can play their draft for their Playoff best ball team, look, they're doing the same thing all over best ball. But for the playoffs, if you're out now, you can already draft your team for the playoffs. And they have the weekly battle royale games. They have pick em contests. All of these daily games that you can play in the NBA and NHL. Underallfantasy.com, if you sign up, you can get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use promo code SGPN. That is promo code SGPN at underfantasy.com underdogfantasy.com. All right. Lock and anytime touchdown. For my lock, I said it earlier, and the line actually came down. I'm taking over 39 and a half. I, with Tennessee giving up all these pieces defensively, I still think Tennessee is going to find a way to score the ball at some point, whether it's given to them, whether it's garbage time and Dallas's defense doesn't care anymore. Tennessee is going to find a way to score the ball. So give me over 39 and a half for my touchdown score. I will, I gave out Haskins already, so I won't give that out again. I will give out something with more value. And I talked about it yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, but earlier. I talked about it on the mothership pod. Give me Peyton Hendershot, eleven to one anytime touchdown. Tennessee so bad against the tight end. Hendershot say it's like some design run and play. They audible bootleg, give it to him in the flat or something like that. Peyton Hendershot, eleven to one anytime touchdown.
1: All right. Uh, so for my lock, I was looking up a price for it. It is juicy. Uh, Maher over one net field goals is minus one fifty. I'm going to take it. I think that even though it is juicy, it's warranted. Uh, You can go through the recent games for Maher, and he's been a field goal kicking machine. And with Tennessee missing this many guys, Dallas should have the ball a lot. I think they'll be able to get into prime opportunities to kick field goals in range. And with just so many possessions, I think they'll be able to get the two field goals. So I'll take the over one-and-a-half field goals for Maher as my lock. And for my anytime touchdown score, I'm going to go to it. I'm going to go with the value. I'm so salty I did not cash this a couple weeks ago when I (laughs) took the Niners defense to score a touchdown and I got robbed several times, Mm -hmm. rough in the the pass for my ass. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cowboys defense here. I think it's a very good uh, overall spot for the Cowboys defense to be in. I think you'll be able to see the Cowboys really pressure the likes of Willis and... Now, Tennessee might have to play uh, catch up and they might throw it even more and you might get some strip sacks and stuff. I see Dallas defensive touchdown right now at plus 450 with special teams. Usually it's around like seven to one. Like, I'm not going to lie. There's a massive discount on it, but I'm taking it. Really? Yeah, it's 450. Oh, my gosh. If they played this game four times with the current lineups, I think Dallas's defense scores at least once. Give me Dallas defense plus 450. All right. It sounds like a flawed uh you know, way to flawed logic means you can't prove it. But I think we would agree if they would play four times, Dallas would probably be able to score a defensive touchdown at least once. I agree. All right. Wait, what was your lock again? My lock was Maher over one net field goals of minus one fifty.
0: Okay. All right, just to make sure.
1: I'm just trying to see if I can find a better price on the touchdown score. It might be tricky because I don't know if it's going to include have special
0: teams. special teams. Others don't. I think yours is plus 450 because you're getting special teams.
1: Yeah, if you want to take only defense, it's plus 650.
0: Yeah, I see that as well. All right. Everyone, that's it for the Thursday night preview. Scott, anything else to repeat before we get up out of here?
1: No. Um, For the sake of it, to be honest, since I – Half root for Dallas, half rude for the Jets, and since my dad's a big Cowboys fan, I'm rooting for the Cowboys. Uh, I think they'll be able to dominate, so I'm looking forward to it. I care more about the teaser, to be honest. Dallas wins by seven. We're both happy, so yeah. I can't complain. Uh, but I'm looking forward to, well, making money on this game because the game itself should be hideous. So there you go. That's kind of my
0: thoughts. So you teased it with the total?
1: No, I, I teased that. Uh, I had a two pick teaser which I ended up taking a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Cowboys teased down to three, and I have the Buccaneers total teased up to forty seven and a half. Okay. All right.
0: Let's see here. Which I which Guys. I'd be under on, obviously at forty seven. Yeah, of course. I'm nobody's thinking. Just just, you... <laughs> just <clarifying> Yeah. <laughs> <nature>. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pleaser if you teased that up and took the over. Oh, my gosh. I would, man. Balls on you if you were to do that. Okay. If you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe to us uh, on Twitter. Subscribe to us and wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review on Spotify, on Apple and really that's really it just make sure you keep tapping in we gave you two episodes today they both should be dropping about the same time whatever order you listen to is whatever you listen to but i have nothing else to say nothing else to do no idea i'm in podcast so we're just gonna do like this we are out of here